You're listening to Intellectual Erection, a place where we talk about the naughty. Oh, to stimulate your thinking. You're listening. You're listening to Intellectual Erection. Intellectual, intellectual, intellectual Erection. Welcome to another episode of Intellectual Erection. I'm your host, Patrick. And today, I have a very special guest. An artist, a singer, and a stripper. So lay the sun. Have a listen. Why am I working for you? Why am I doing this for you? Why ain't you doing this for me? When can I just leave you and be out on my own? I've always been out on my own If you want to hear more of that buttery voice, check her out. This song was called Pimps, and she's also on SoundCloud. So once you get through the episode, you'll see where you can find Soleil. You know, Instagram at Soleil the Sun. You can see her music, her stripping pictures. It's all really good content. Before we get to the show, I just want to say this season is winding down. There's going to be a few more episodes. We're going to take a break for August and then come back in September with fresh material. I have a few things planned in the works, some sex researchers coming on the show to translate a little bit of their academic work for us. Along that, we have a bunch of other things, surprises, new things. In the meantime, please consider writing a review for the show, spreading it around, telling your friends. The more people that listen, the better, actually. And again, if you want to financially support the show, patreon.com slash intellectual erection become a patron please and thank you and as always listen like review and most of all enjoy i'm sitting here today with soleil the sun soleil the sun (laughs) and why don't you tell our listeners what you do soleil the sun um i like to just call myself an artist but within that i guess i make music paint and I do pole, and I'm a stripper as well. <laughs> and I'm a stripper. <laughs> I'm a stripper, you just you know. Me. Yeah, so we're, <laughs> we're going to talk about all of it. We'll talk about everything. And toward the end of the interview, I have a bunch of questions from the Instagram followers that we're going to try to answer, so specifically, specifically about stripping. Yeah. So the first thing that I typically like to ask, and this has become, I guess, the, the question here on Intellectual Reaction, is the origin question. So not just where did this all begin for you, but I have like a deeper question that goes further back. If you could remember the first time that you were aware of sex or sexuality, maybe in childhood, maybe something on TV, it's always a very curious question for me because it sometimes highlights maybe why people chose certain paths maybe not but it's just fascinating anyway Mm -hmm. if you want to answer that yeah i was probably introduced to sexuality through like music and probably mtv or Mm -hmm. something you know Mm -hmm. i remember this like i used to listen to a lot of like 
pussycat dolls, girlicious, and just like seeing the videos and them being all sexual and stuff. Like I wanted to be that. Oh. I did. <laughs> so it's not a surprise, honestly. So it didn't take very long. No. Well, how old how old were you when when Pussycat Dolls was out? You I was like eight, like seven, eight. Okay, you were young. Yeah. Okay, you were young. Yeah. So then, between then and your first kind of coming into your own sexuality, uh, probably post puberty. Is there anything related there that you want to talk about, or shall we get to... Honestly, like, I hit puberty when I was pretty young, and I, like, I got boobs and all this stuff, and I think I kind of, I don't know, I was introduced to sexuality, like, a lot younger than, like, most people, I think. Mm -hmm. So people kind of assumed that I was, like, a slut already because i had boobs when i was like mm-hmm. 12 all this stuff so i kind of like played that role and like used to make out with a lot of people and do whatever you know but honestly i didn't even whatever. lose my virginity until after everybody i was like 16 you know <laughs> but yeah everybody you know but you got slut shamed yeah regardless definitely okay. yeah regardless just because i was i had boobs and the boys liked me you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so then how did we get to here? How did we get to here? Okay. Yeah. What, um, tell us about your journey. <laughs> tell us about okay. your journey. Okay, my journey. It's a long one. Let's try to, like, cut it back a little bit. Honestly, I've just always been super open-minded and, like, okay with sexuality and just being, like, a sexual being and being nude and all this stuff like it's always been normal to me like I don't care who's naked around it could be an old man whatever like I literally don't care I love naked people okay I love I love it I wish everybody could be naked so it's something that to me was just normal and I always used to probably joke about like oh i'll be a stripper and i'm pretty sure someone said it once like oh like i could see Sully being a stripper and and i don't know that basically (laughs) there's just well i'm 21 so i was 19 living in saskatchewan still i'm from saskatchewan just dropped out of my one year of university what were you taking i took kinesiology and then i switched to psychology just one of those things where everybody was like you're so smart like you have to go Uh to university you can't not go to university like you're the valedictorian like you can't (laughs) you know you're a smart cookie right yeah but i've always loved like art and music i always wanted to do music and um just move out of like saskatchewan so when did you move to toronto i moved to toronto january 2018 so like a year and a half ago yeah basically i was living in saskatoon super broke just waitressing and kind of was introduced to like the idea of just moving to toronto and having money having money <laughs> having money for the first time you know introduced um, the idea yeah. and when you're super broke yeah yes i said that (laughs) that's something i'll touch on i will touch on it but 
I was introduced to the idea, super broke, vulnerable, wanted to get out of Saskatchewan, so packed up my bags, <laughs> moved to Toronto like a week later, and started dancing. <laughs> wow. So you had your first dancing experience here in Toronto? Yes. Okay. I had never been to a strip club ever before I stepped into my first strip club, hmm. which was in Mississauga, which is like... Diamonds? No, uh, Locomotion. Oh, yeah. I know. I know so that was the first time I ever went to a strip club. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know you know. Spot. You know. Like, it's... <laughs> I've... I've I was kind of like mind blown. I was mind blown. I was like, I didn't know this was legal. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. <laughs> the stuff that goes on there, you know, it's ah, like I hear you to each their own. Right. And if everybody's safe, whatever. But I was just like, whoa, what is going? <laughs> I didn't know. I honestly, I thought stripping was like everybody. That's what they think. Everybody thinks. It's like you do your stage shows and people throw money on you, like. But it's definitely not like that in Canada. <laughs> right. So some establishments, some services come extra in the VIP, and even in those establishments, not all the dancers are necessarily willing or available for said services, but they do exist. It yeah. is known. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's some like, yeah, especially in Mississauga and stuff, the extras clubs. Like, you can work there and not do extras, but, like, you'll have customers be like, oh, this girl said, like, she'll fuck for $100, so why would I go for five dances with you? Right, right. You know? Mm. So, I ventured to downtown. That's cheap. (laughs) hundred bucks. Yeah, no, that's, yes. That's cheap. All right. (laughs) I hear you. So, you went went from Mississauga to Toronto? Yeah. Okay. Um, And then I worked at For Your Eyes Only. Um, just like a super bougie. rich businessman, bougie, <clears throat> high end. All the girls that work there, like Instagram models, like fifty thousand dollar bodies, super Ooh. stuck up, mean. But the customers are nice. They're just like white businessmen, <laughs> white with business families. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The businessmen, like with families, are the ones that have the most money for strippers, apparently. <laughs> Well, right, right. And they're the ones that probably need that kind of entertainment the most when they're... Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Entertainment slash therapy. Yeah, therapy. Like, I'm doing a good thing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope nobody makes you feel bad about it. Never. Not, nobody not could, you know? I'm nobody conf- could? Yeah, no. Okay, I'm too good. confident in, like, knowing that I'm, like, doing the right thing for myself and just I'm not doing anything wrong. Like, I don't do anything I don't want to do in life. No. Perfect. Yeah. That's good. And then you you finished that for your eyes only? Yeah. Yeah. I you know, I quit. Decided <laughs> I to quit move there, on. which is not something that anybody does. Like everybody is they're like, Why did you why did you go to I'm at Zanzibar now. They're like, Why would you go from for yeah. your eyes only like to Zanzibar? It's like mm-hmm. known to be more like ratchet and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I love it, honestly. <laughs> like, honestly, I make less money now than I did before, but I'm just smarter with my money. Like, when you make a lot of money, you spend a lot of money too. Yeah, you get yeah. Ubers, Uber Eats, all this stuff. Like, taking the TTC now, cooking. And the Zanzibar, I'm just way happier. The girls are so much nicer. You gotta just work. So it sounds do your like this was thing, just kind of healthier know? for you to be in, yeah. in this environment. 
Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I, I do remember Zanzibar being a little bit more dilapidated in the past, but recently when I ran into you, <laughs> so, <laughs> that was so oddly, funny. yeah, I ran That's into crazy. you now at here, Zanzibar. You know? I was like, wow, this place has changed. I, I, I walked in there and it was, you know, it looked basically just like brass rail, maybe a little more spacious. Yeah. Like it's, I don't it's know, I guess they like remo- remodeled or something. But yeah, it, it looks it looks good now. Yeah. And it was full yeah, both it gets packed. Dancers honestly. and and uh, customers, clients, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, yeah. Cus- clients. Custies. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, we'll save Custies. that. Custies. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you had a journey from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, all the way to Mississauga, Ontario, another super exciting place, uh, and then to eventually Toronto. Moved to a few clubs. Now you're stable at Zanzibar. How's the work? How's the money? How's everything? Everything's good, honestly. I've, I've been taking a little bit of a step back, not working as much now that it's summer, and I've just kind of I've gotten a lot better with my money. I'm not. I'm still making like very good money, honestly, mm-hmm. compared to most people, but making less than I was at my old club. So now I'm just making smarter decisions with my money, and I'm trying to focus more on my music and stuff so kind of just trying to work like thursday to monday you know so you work the weekend at the club and then the rest of the week you try to reserve for your art yeah so let's talk about that yeah let's talk about your art (laughs) okay Okay. (laughs) let's start with the with the painting and then we'll move on to the music what is it that you paint what inspires you so i've only been painting since maybe december so Mm -hmm. like six seven months I always told myself I couldn't do visual art at all like I've always just been more musically inclined but have a lot of free time during the days (laughs) and stuff right so I kind of try to occupy it with doing as much art so now I'm I honestly just make whatever comes to me but usually because I love colors I love colors all colors so I do a lot of color blocking make a lot of like paint some weird faces and stuff some like line faces and i'm actually just figuring it out i'm literally learning how to draw at like 21 you know yeah that's not too late that's definitely yeah. not too late i mean it sounds like this is a creative outlet for you and it helps you probably stay sane and yeah yeah and it's i want to start painting on clothes and ah. stuff because i'm trying to have like a little like clothing line but like a depop kind of thing like i love Depop? Yeah, do you know Depop? No. It's like, um, it looks like Instagram. It's the same layout as Instagram, but it's to sell clothes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, it's really, it's like an online clothes sale, garage sale kind of thing, you know? Okay. But it's cool, like, when you can go out and find some, like, cool vintage pieces and all this stuff. And, like, they're kind of cheap and you can sell them for, like, a little more Twices, you know oh, okay. like you know yeah. or like i'll paint on them cut i saw them some up, of the stuff that you did on instagram yeah. already yeah a little bit of your art i saw sneak peeks. i just give a little peek you know yeah yeah <laughs> well whoever's listening is going to be checking out your insta after this episode or maybe if they can't wait they're going to go now so there's that and you're also going to see soleil the sun's music on there yeah. which i actually had on today i was listening to it to try to 
as I've heard it before, just little snippets and stuff that you posted. But yeah. this time I listened through while I was cleaning the house. Aww. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I want to say you you Thanks. have that like some Billie Eilish vibes in there with the voice. Nice. And I now you got that that badass background, like Cardi B background, <laughs> working as a dancer. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. I am such a. I don't know, multidisciplinary artist or whatever, mm-hmm. all over the place. <laughs> just everything. Yeah, just so. Art. Tell me about your music then. I guess it's just my outlet, honestly. Like every song I write, I pretty much write as a freestyle, and it just whatever words come out is what I decide to sing. I guess you know. Mm-hmm. But and lately, I've been realizing that it is like my outlet. Like that's how I'm gonna heal through like a lot of things I've been through. Yeah, I guess like people like it, so that's <laughs> nice. I've always been a singer. I've always sang, but it took me a long time to be able to write my own s- songs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you I put out an EP in March. My first little EP. Me and my friends just worked on it. Super like. DIY, you know, like we. <laughs> well, the the audio quality sounded really good. Your voice sounds yeah, good, and the good. the music editing was really nice. I could, my it friend sounds, did a really good job. Yeah, it sounds mainstream. Quace God. Quace God. <laughs> Quace God. That's my producer engineer. Okay. We'll yeah. we'll pop a shout out to them in the description of the episode. Yes. Uh, for the Insta and for everything else. So you play guitar as well. I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, you got I the do. vocals. I do. I've been writing a lot of acoustic songs lately. Actually, mm-hmm. I want to hit everyone with like a folk album or something. And I'm from Saskatchewan, so it's like I grew up around country music. I don't yeah. I don't like country music, but I have that. Yeah, my mom wants me to be like Joni Mitchell or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were saying when you came into it that your mom's a hippie. Yeah, so my mom cute. is such a hippie. That's so cute. My mommy. Oh, sounds like you miss your mom. I do. I get to see her in like three weeks. You going back to Saskatchewan? Seventeen days. I'm going to Alberta. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna meet her and my little brother there and go hiking and stuff. That's so cute. Yeah. That's lovely. <laughs> okay. So for whoever wants to hear it, they're going to find the description to your music and all that stuff in the description of this episode. And then they're going to also be able to see it as they follow you on Insta, which they will, because they'll be missing out if they don't. If you don't, if you want to see, you know, somebody practice pole and (laughs) some really good shots, you have some good shots, like professional photography shots of yourself. Yeah, your content's enjoyable. Yeah, I, I write pretty like... My my bot or my picture descriptions whatever there are usually something mm-hmm. to do with what's going on in my life and things I've figured out and information I'm trying to share with everybody that's trying to do their own healing and stuff you know their own healing <laughs> yeah yeah we're all healing you know yeah yeah I hear yeah. you <laughs> I hear that one so <laughs> is there a point where your music intersects with your stripping at all or are these just kind of two separate lives? Honestly, they're separate. Yeah. It's really, like, strange to me how, like... So my stripper name is Sunny, okay? And, mm-hmm. like, Sunny's, like, a different person. It's really weird. It's, like, I am confident. I am confident. But, like, me as, like, Sunny and, like, me and my heels and my outfits and the, the like, red lights and stuff, everyone just looks so good. And, like, I am, like, confident-ass bitch. Like, I'm, like... <laughs> I'm so confident and I'll do my I do my stage shows I don't worry about what anybody thinks but I'm like more reserved with myself when it comes to 
my music and stuff i think just because it it's like more special to me and stuff and mm-hmm. i really want it to be like really really good mm-hmm. so it sounds like you you've created this persona for your yeah, like, for your stripping career yeah, yeah where you get to exercise crazy. some of this like but i really want i want to like merge the two and i'm trying to be like sunny all the time you know ah, so you like and it I just, you like I love the power sunny. yeah mm-hmm. i do i really do and i want everybody to like see sunny like i love that you saw me at the club because you saw me like do my stage show i did and stuff and you see me like walking around and that's just something i want everybody to see for mm-hmm. so, like you know everybody come come yeah, to zanzibar everybody come to zanzibar i tell my friends i'm like come just have a drink whatever like i need you to see this yeah yeah it is <laughs> to it's, understand me like because it's, it's part of me you know and i'm glad that you take it as a very empowering move yeah and that this has been good for you in that way so that kind of segues into my next question that I want to ask you. What kind of life lessons have you learned from stripping? A lot. A lot. I've learned okay. a lot, honestly. <laughs> Do tell. Confidence, self-esteem for sure. Not that I need a man's like approval at all, but it's just the fact that when you have like insecurities and everybody hundreds probably thousands of people have like complimented you like on those things you're insecure about you just have to believe them eventually right so i don't really have like insecurities anymore because i've heard very nice things about myself every day for the past like year and a half so that's one two is that i have a lot of control you know like i i have all the control at work I have all the control for sure and then that kind of translates to like in life like I'm not gonna let anybody push my boundaries I hear you and what I'm thinking as you're saying this is that in that interaction between the customer and the stripper it can be very real as much as people try to put up a sort of persona the intentions are real because you're there you want some kind of satisfaction and you press with questions as a customer you ask what can i get how can i get it how much do i pay for whatever dance whatever it may be they probably always ask for more i've heard this (laughs) i've heard this from many people but this is where you you get to exercise your your boundaries and your consent and you kind of give them the the spiel here's what you're gonna get and here's how much it costs and so on and so forth so that exchange is very real it doesn't really have to abide by any pleasantries other than kind of what you want that personality to be right yeah honestly i just i just be myself i'm literally like completely myself at work i'm exactly like this when i'm talking to customers mm-hmm. and um <laughs> well, you were saying, but you were saying Water. sunny you were saying sunny's a little different than you sunny is no sunny like sunny's me but she's just more like confident mm-hmm. like she it's More me though still i'm still like yeah. sweet and like like well you, I, I don't mean, i don't lie to customers either it's really funny actually like guys will be like oh you like this and then i'm like <laughs> no no thank you <laughs> i'm like i actually don't like if you're having fun like i hope you're having fun because <laughs> not what you like. i just want you to feel good you know Aww. yeah a giver but i'm like i'm having fun too i was that's <laughs> exactly what i end up saying <laughs> And then, like, someone else would, like, at least lie a little bit. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's not me. <laughs> so if people come to you, you're saying they're going to get a pretty honest experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I'll honestly give you, like, a lot of my love and my... I'll listen to you and... That's the therapy dance part. Dance on you and, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm good at. So yeah. 
what advice would you have for anybody that wants to get into stripping okay I do this one a lot actually i have like a lot of girls ask you ca- ask me yeah and like it makes me really happy because i love to point people in the right direction and if you don't have guidance going into this you'll get yourself in some bad situations probably one don't let any man try to tell you that he's gonna help you (laughs) just don't don't believe them don't give any man your money so we're talking here about pimps yeah we're talking about pimps in the city most people call them like their man boyfriend but honestly it's a pimp just Um, don't just don't you know sometimes they'll be sitting in like the corner of the clubs and stuff some like a lot of clubs will let pimps in for some reason especially in like mississauga and stuff and they'll be sitting in the corner they'll try to kind of swoon you and like usually they're pretty attractive in the city they're like young attractive guys and like the scene they're like rappers whatever and they'll make you feel like you're like the most special all this stuff they want to know everything about you they want to help you get to your goals all this stuff just don't listen to it okay (laughs) (laughs) just don't or you know you meet a nice guy he's your boyfriend don't give him any of your money right don't (laughs) <laughs> right do not i beg you please because it's just yeah second you gotta get some some pleasers shoes <laughs> which you can get at seductions or online or whatever get like six or eight inches don't get the small ones. <laughs> so, what did you call them pleaser shoes pleasers yeah the the brand's called pleasers and that's like the oh. only brand that like there is for stripper shoes really really don't come wearing like some regular heels you'd wear to go out because your feet are gonna hurt on pleasers are really comfortable actually yeah in toronto you can get them at seductions i think they closed no they um they closed the big one but they still have the queen street one oh okay okay. yeah they moved the shoes and stuff over there perfect what else be smart with your money try to take note of how much you make every day and how much you spend but honestly when you start you'll probably go a little crazy with the spending and that's okay because you're gonna learn some lessons (laughs) Mm -hmm. is it appropriate to ask on average how much a stripper would make on a weeknight or a weekend weeknight or weekend doesn't really mean anything to us because some businessman from new york could come in on a monday and like make your whole life basically but like there are some nights you go home making nothing honestly but it's very rare usually the lowest would be like 200 or something and the highest at a normal club that's 20 dollars a song like let's say a thousand at other clubs like that are 250 per half hour like my old club and you add tip and all this stuff to it, like four thousand sometimes. Four thousand. Wow. And one. <laughs> and night. there's girls. There's girls at my old club that make that like every single night. But that's when you mix in like a lot of coke and going to the hotel room and all this stuff. You know. Right. Right. So yeah. the yes. it kind of transitions out of the club a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's kind of what happens at like the the higher end clubs actually. 
So that's actually something I was curious about because I've heard this before. What is the what is the etiquette for tipping? Because right, you go in, it's twenty dollars a song. Sometimes you have to pay to access the VIP. It's another twenty bucks. That's forty going in, yeah. and then you spend whatever a couple songs, one song, two songs. What's the etiquette for that? Is tipping expected, or is it just appreciated? It's appreciated. Like some girls will make you feel bad and be like, no tip, no no no. But honestly, if we were to leave like a twenty, just an extra twenty or something, like that would make her really happy because that's just an extra song and that's. Mm-hmm. showing how much you enjoyed your time yeah you just have to look at it as like if you were at a restaurant <laughs> mm-hmm. if you were at a restaurant and your bill was a hundred two hundred dollars how much would you tip the waitress and she's not naked dancing on top of you you know if you're going to the strip club you have to have a little bit of strip club money okay (laughs) i'm telling you you have to spread the sugar unless you're like literally just drinking but if you're there you're talking to girls like getting dances whatever just you know save your pennies for a couple weeks and give her a little tip (laughs) so you gotta splurge a little bit if you're gonna go to the club okay well, maybe we could talk about what advice you have for clients, how yeah. they can make your experience better for you and themselves, and kind of some do's and don'ts if you're a client since we started talking about it. Okay. To the clients. Obviously, like, respect the boundaries that are set. If she tells you, you can't touch my pussy, you can't suck my titties, and then uh, don't ever try to do it like this happens so much where like you say it and they'll be like oh i'm just it's so tempting nah, nah, nah. i'm like no like i'm literally gonna break your fingers right now i don't care <laughs> like yeah. you know you're gonna pay me more money like it's just so disrespectful honestly like not to respect someone's consent like to right. do things without consent right so consent matters even in the strip club yes. where people are nakedly dancing on you yes naturally yeah yes completely like just because you're paying does not mean that i'm yours and my body is like all yours for you to do whatever you want with you know Mm -hmm. it's just a strip club like my job is just to dance on you right even if i'm naked so if you want that extra stuff go to a full service sex worker they can facilitate exactly exactly i love that honestly truly and it's honestly it's like sometimes less expensive than like coming to the strip club <laughs> no shh no, don't tell sorry. them that <laughs> don't tell yeah, them that's that. true <laughs> but the strip club has its own it has its own vibe right yeah it's it's its own kind of entertainment i mean you shouldn't be going in there expecting sex that's probably yeah that's one but so things. many people do mm-hmm. so many people do every single day can I have sex? Can I lick your pussy? Can I na na na? I'm like, no, what do you mean? <laughs> oh my gosh, not here. Like, not me right now. No. Not me, not here, not, not right, ever. Not <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else can I tell the clients? No. <laughs> no way. I'm trying to think of like, okay, I was going to say like, sometimes clients will come to me and be like, can you get that girl for me? And like maybe it's just 
me like i'm not having a good time or i'm like not making money and like that shit pisses me off like so much but it shouldn't actually that's why i didn't want to say it because i'm like i should actually just tell that girl hey this guy wants to go for a dance with you right, right but i'm always like what the fuck do you mean like i'm not a tour guide here like get up do it yourself <laughs> like, right right why are they using you to to get somebody else's attention that yeah sense, right? yeah so what can what, what can they right do now. to to kind of be better clients other than tipping and being respectful and consensual yeah i guess like you just have to remember that i'm human like i am like a sex worker but i'm more than that as well and you know if i'm there like we're there for a long time or something like maybe talk to me a little bit to make some conversation with me don't just expect me to dance like the whole time i guess mm-hmm. i guess that's my job but there's been customers that like you know we'll have good conversation get to know each other it's good to that just makes it more fun when they interact with you yeah like you're human yeah <laughs> yeah right doesn't that, that sound right. nice right. what is a uh, what is a polite way to to tell a stripper that you're not interested in going for a dance when they come up and start rubbing your leg and do the whole their whole spiel. That's a good one. That's okay. Most strippers will respect if you just straight up tell them like, "No, I'm not looking for a dance tonight," or "I'm not ready." Honestly, you're pretty safe usually with just saying like, "Oh, I'm just gonna have an up- another couple drinks. I'm just gonna finish my beer." And mm-hmm. they'll usually leave and like probably won't come back. So. Is there do so once once one stripper gets that from one of the customers, do they go and tell the others not to bother that table or sometimes is it, is, is, sometimes? But if you're a smart stripper, like you'll go, you'll talk. You're supposed to talk to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. But right. sometimes like you'll see, oh, this really pretty girl like went to the customer and he said no, so. Like, obviously, he doesn't want to go for any dances, but some... No, everybody has a type, so... Yeah. Okay, well, oh, I think we're we're at the time to grab those Instagram questions. What yes. do you think? Yeah, yeah I'm ready. Are you I'm ready? so excited. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> what are these people... <laughs> what do they want? Um, okay. First question from Instagram. How does your job affect how you think about people? That's a great one. My job affects how i think about men in a few ways i guess i don't really i really truly actually don't believe in monogamy anymore yay (laughs) welcome to the dark side welcome to the polyamorous world literally because i've seen it i've seen it honey and just like yeah it's not the reality of things and i'd rather my partner just be like open with me and stuff because these guys are in like these happy like marriages mm-hmm. and they're the ones trying to pay to do like the the raunchiest things you know like they're the suck your titties lick your pussy for 20 <laughs> bucks guys <laughs> i'm dead yeah you're yeah. trying to like lick some random strippers like pussy and then go home to your wife and because like, if you pay for it it's not cheating and if you pay 20 bucks for it that's a bargain I'm fucking. They dead. just want to taste something different, I guess. I guess, but that's not the you place. Know, yeah. There's places to go for those yeah, yeah. those things, and, and it's not twenty bucks. You get <laughs> tested and whatever, yeah. you know. Like, they definitely don't believe in monogamy. 
and it happens a lot like there's a lot of strippers that end up like hating men and 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 but i don't really have that experience honestly i have a, a lot of empathy i guess like i see the side that like they can't really show anybody i get to see a little bit of their vulnerabilities yeah and also i've realized that i have okay well now i have a very good eye for people that are in the sex work industry and stuff i can kind of just tell (laughs) i realize more people are sex workers than you think by looking at them yeah but also the opposite of like there's a lot of people you would never ever be able to know like there's a lot of girls i work with that are like teachers and secretaries and bank tellers i don't really like you know it's crazy okay next question (laughs) what's something you wish you knew going into the industry i guess before going into the industry yeah, I didn't really know anything about this, the industry before. I learned everything like in the industry, so I wish I would have known it all, honestly. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. What really goes on in the VIP rooms? <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, at my old club, it was all like VIP rooms and stuff, like your own private rooms and stuff. Lots of drinking, lots of drugs, usually a lot of coke. Where I've worked, like the VIP room, there was no extras or anything. That was always like outside, but it's all just a, you just sit there and plan for like to (laughs) go outside, for to go after party. (laughs) Sometimes there's some girl on girl action, you know, it can get crazy. It can get crazy seen some <laughs> oh whatever you've I've seen. had some interesting times it's not crazy like I love it I love like fetishes and stuff like but it's really just somewhere where some people go like to be themselves and I've had guys like kiss my feet and like worship me and I had a guy like put my whole foot in his mouth like. I, knew, I knew you were going there somehow <laughs> yeah. I knew that, yeah. that's a pretty that's a pretty easy uh, fetish to satisfy yeah right? I it, love yeah. i like working with people's like foot fetishes and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that because that's makes my job it's easier for me yeah, i don't yeah. have to dance yeah. i will gladly shove my foot in your mouth so like, if you have a foot fetish strip club is a good place to go to yeah look for soleil yeah exactly <laughs> look for sunny okay <laughs> what is your favorite song to work to um like anything by Jaw Rule and Ashanti. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Old R&B. <laughs> Do you ever get bored? What's a good day like? What's a bad day like? Yeah, bored. Get really bored sometimes, honestly. I, honestly, there was a point where I was bringing like a little journal and I would sit there and draw pictures or write because we're not really supposed to be on our phones on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been nights that literally nobody has come in like and you're sitting there like there's i used to go into work really early so from like six to two there's nobody so usually you kind of you have like the girls you're like more acquainted with and stuff so just talk some shit with them just be talking so i used to practice on the pole a lot when people weren't in the club i saw the videos on insta yeah yeah like every day i used to go in at six or or earlier before the club was even open and just practice yeah, I miss okay. my old pole at the old club. I miss Aww. it so much. It was really long. 
Yeah, it's like twenty two feet high. Yeah, that is that is. In Zanzibar, it's like six feet. All right. Well, what's uh, an awkward moment? Any awkward moments? If so, what's the most common? I don't really find anything in life awkward, but honestly, it can get awkward like between girls sometimes. Like if a a customer wants like you instead of them, or those moments are awkward. They suck, honestly, but. You can't like can't ask anybody not to make their money, you know. What's the best and worst part of your job? You know what? Another awkward thing. <laughs> oh, go on. I yeah. definitely got my period on stage before wearing like a bright yellow outfit. But <laughs> that satisfied at least one person's fetish, I guarantee. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I've seen it before too, like girls getting their periods and stuff on stage. It sucks. It's so you awkward. couldn't anticipate it's it, right? You didn't awkward. have like a tampon in ready. You have for... it, but it's just sometimes like when you're doing like flips, you're doing splits and all this stuff. But have you tried a sponge? Yeah, see. The sea sponge. I'm not with the sponge shit. Like you don't everybody like the sponge. Else. I I'm sure I should like, and I know a lot of girls that use them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It just feels weird putting a sea creature in your pussy. <laughs> no, it'd be fine. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just any sea creature? All of them. All of them. All awesome. of the sea creatures. They can all find residents in your pussy. Yes. Amazing. Except for crabs. No crabs. Yeah, no crabs. All right. So best and worst part of your job? Best part would be the freedom. Because I don't ever have to go into work. And financial freedom as well. Worst would be rude customers <laughs> you know customers. just the rude customers the ones that are not nice because it happens all right <laughs> is having a meaningful relationship difficult i haven't tried but oh. <laughs> Ouch. i haven't tried but i'm sure it would be honestly a little, i don't know you'd have to find a very like open-minded partner who people, doesn't take a lot your of money. people can't handle yeah someone that doesn't take your money like that's the hard part is like when you're making more money than like your partner sometimes you just want to you want yeah. to you know share and stuff help them out but yeah got to maintain your independence yes this one I, I already know the answer to but you can say it here are your bosses mostly men or women uh men yeah <laughs> <laughs> always men i yeah men <laughs> i've had very very like good man bosses i've had Mm -hmm. other ones that like are pretty like gross you know what would you do if someone from your past turns up at the club it's happened and you do a podcast is what you do (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly that's literally (laughs) that's what happened with me and pat here but yeah like i'll just give you a hug and (laughs) like be i'll be excited as fuck honestly everybody knows i'm a dancer so sounds like you don't have enemies that's true well good you're just gonna watch me thrive living your best life living my best life here's another question (laughs) would you date an average joe (laughs) uh no (laughs) what is an average joe anyway average no i guess it's someone that's not doing much i think like I think what they mean by average Joe, I don't know. I don't know what they mean by average Joe. Probably just somebody with a regular job yeah. that isn't part of like. I kind of like. I don't. I don't know what I want there yet because mm. it's kind of nice to have somebody that's not like a struggling artist and <laughs> right. you know. But I think I need somebody that's 
has a little more passion for yeah okay do you think that it takes a naturally talented dancer to make a good stripper no you can learn but i'd say it definitely helps if you have some good rhythm but you could just take a bunch of pole classes and do only pole tricks and like blow everybody's mind too you know a lot of people are doing that yeah pole has become huge. yeah like a lot yeah. of people that can't they don't have the the flow the rhythm and stuff they just do a lot of pole tricks which is even better you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah this is an interesting question has the realization that you're a stripper ever hit you while in the job in a negative way yeah probably there's Sometimes you're sitting there making no money and stuff, and you're just like, what am I doing? Like, why why did I start doing this? Why did I leave, like, the comfort? But then it quickly hits, and I'm like, no. <laughs> this <laughs> this is, is I literally this wouldn't really want to be doing anything else right now. Between B.O., rough hands, or haggling, which is the worst? B.O. B.O.? Yeah. The other ones you can deal with. Yeah. But B.O. is like, you can't do whatever, much about but it. Yeah. yeah, some people smell really bad. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You're remembering. You got yeah. like I can, I can feel I you smelling it at the moment. Yeah. All right. <sighs> if a colleague is mistreating a client, would you step in and help out? I'm not sure I would, cause he might have done something to deserve. <laughs> um. But if she's really like, no, I've I've definitely stepped in before and just been like, maybe she's going through something or like, you know, she had a bad night or like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have said that to her, mm-hmm. you know, but there's also security for that. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's what they're kind of there for. Yeah, it's not really my, I try not to step in the middle of those things. <laughs> Is personal hygiene and maintenance any different from a regular personal routine? From a regular, sorry, person's routine. You gotta make sure your tampon string is tucked away the fuck up there so nobody <laughs> sees it. Definitely baby wipes. Oh, the whore bath. I've heard of this. Yes, just <laughs> all over. All right. Okay, I think we got through all of the Instagram questions. Those are good And ones. most of the stuff. So it comes to the end of the interview, and now uh, this is your space to plug away where can people find you for your various activities your art your music your stripping plug it all the way all your social media whatever you want to put in there um so my artist name is soleil the sun s-o-l-a-y the sun um that's my instagram not my twitter actually my twitter is it's funny sunny because <laughs> i'm funny sunny you know that's kind of all I have. Follow me on Instagram. Message me on Instagram. I love like interacting with people. And if you ever have any questions, let me know. Listen to my music, please. It's in my bio. Post Just, it on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, it's on SoundCloud. It's on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. I'll have new music coming out soon. I'll have some videos coming out soon. Yeah, if you follow me on YouTube, I'm going to start making YouTube videos for 
pole and like about stripping and all this stuff follow me on instagram because they all post right. a lot of stuff on there at soleil the sun yes. on instagram thank yes. you so much for your time thank you yes <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Intellectual Erection, a place where we talk about the naughty to stimulate your thinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>